Well, speaking of asking for suggestions, I guess I'm going to ask for input a lot today, so uh, get ready. So last night I was having a conversation, or at least trying to, with my uh, with the youth group, and uh, what the question I was trying to get at, and I don't know if I can even phrase this the way that I'm trying to, but let me let me try. Um, so I remember being a teenager, and I remember um, as a teenager looking at people who were 35, 40 years old, and thinking that they were. Um, oblivious to certain things, you know, like, uh, there were certain things that they didn't understand about my generation, or, you know, people my age, and what I was trying to ask them was, like, so, so, like, you guys are millennials, and I know a lot of folks on Anchor, and a lot of folks that listen to this station regularly are millennials, um, and in fact, I found out not long ago that I'm technically a millennial, even though I don't feel like a millennial. I'm 35. Um, I'm like right at the edge of what it means to be a millennial. But I definitely don't really identify as a millennial, if I could use that um, terminology, because I, I just feel like um, that I'm very different from teenagers that are, you know, in that millennial category um, and, and young adults. So anyway, I guess my question is, when you look at people who are my age, like 35, 40, 45, whatever it is, what is it that you would like them to know about you that you think maybe they're oblivious to, you know? Um, what is it that they don't understand about your generation, you think? Or, or is there anything, or you think it's maybe that's just too... Maybe I'm just looking into stuff too much, you know. Maybe I'm just trying to look into stuff too deep, but and and really, people are just people, regardless of what generation they come from. Um, but I would like to hear some input from, on on this from millennials, you know, from some of you younger uh, guys and girls. Just uh, you know, is there anything you look at older folks and you're like, man, they're just really oblivious about this, you know, or or they don't really perceive, you know, a certain thing in the right way, or they don't, they don't understand this about us, um, you know, I, I hope I'm being clear enough with that question, um, because I think there are things, I mean, you know, obviously, like I said, when, when I was a teenager, and honestly, looking back on it now, those things are easier to identify. Maybe they wouldn't have been as easy to identify when I was an actual teenager, but looking back on it now, I, I do realize there were things that older people didn't really realize, you know, when I was a teenager, so I, I don't know. I hope this is making a little bit of sense. Maybe somebody can help me clarify, but uh, I'd love to get some uh, some input on that if you guys have time today. All right, so if I could give an example and maybe help clarify some of this. Um, back when I was in youth group, I remember, gosh, two or three times that we, uh, on a Wednesday night, we watched this video, and it was about how, it was about, you know, rock and roll music and how um, satanic and demonic it was, and and all of this stuff, um, which I'm not, I'm not even saying that none of that was right, you know, about the video, but here was the main problem, um, 
all of those bands that they were talking about in this video, like, none of us teenagers knew who they were, <laughs> you know, like, uh, they would be talking about these, like, rock bands from, like, the, you know, 70s and early 80s, and we're, like, sitting there in the mid-90s, like, we don't even know who these people are, you know, it, it just, and it, that, that was, like, that was a topic that was just harped on constantly, was, like, music, and I, look, I, I do think that there's a certain, you know, music does have a certain power, it, it plays a certain role in our, in our worship, and we do got to be careful about, you know, what we're allowing in our head, whether it's music or movies or TV or whatever else, um, but it just seemed like that one topic was just, you know, they killed the horse, and they beat it, and they beat it, and they beat it, and they beat it, you know, and much of it just wasn't even relevant to us at the time, if that makes sense. And I, I'm not knocking anybody because I had some really good uh, youth leaders that I love to this day, and I, I know they meant well, you know. Um, but so that's just an example. Like, is there anything that you feel like in the church or in youth ministry, in youth group, that is just constantly being... Um, constantly being beaten over and over and over you know it's just constantly being addressed over and over and over and you have to sit there and you think like this isn't even really relevant to me you know um anyway so that's just one example and i hope uh, maybe that will clarify what i'm after a little better and again i'd love to hear from you guys so uh let me know something all right so made it to work i'm in the parking lot but i'm like 10 minutes early so uh can't go in quite yet, or at least I don't have to go in quite yet. Um, now, I'm asking these questions um, about the generational things, not necessarily because I want to be, you know, relevant. I think uh, there's, sometimes when people say they want to be relevant, what they really mean is they want to be cool, and they want, you know, people to like them, um, and it's really more about their own pride than anything else. I don't, I'm not saying that I'm looking for a way to be relevant, because I, I know what's relevant. Uh, the gospel message is relevant. The scripture is relevant. Jesus is relevant. Um, those, those things are relevant to everybody, whether you're a millennial or you're, you're, you know, you're 10 years old or 100 years old. Those things will always be relevant. Um, but, you know, as humans, we can always have blind spots, and we can always have areas where, you know, maybe we focus on a particular thing, uh, or we don't focus on a particular thing and it has to do more with our own personal experience than than anything else. So like the example I mentioned about the music, um, because that was one of the big topics that was like talked about all the time when I was, you know, in youth, that's something I rarely talk about, honestly. And maybe I should talk about it more, um, honestly. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just my personal experience and my personal kind of like uh, being kind of really turned off by the way and how often it was addressed when I was in youth group. Maybe that's just kind of pulling me away from ever talking about that. It's not that I don't ever talk about it or mention it. It's just that I am very aware of, you know, not wanting to just make that my number one thing, right? So... And the same could be said about, like, you know, eschatology, um, which is the study of, like, you know, end times type 
things. That was the other big topic when I was in uh, youth group. And that's a very important topic. That's something we should be talking about in church. But to be honest with you, in my time in youth ministry, I haven't talked about it a whole lot. I mean, just recently, I was like, man, I haven't really ever talked about this in depth with the youth group. And I need, you know, and I started doing that because I realized I had this blind spot and I had this, you know, kind of bias against that topic because I had heard it so much growing up in youth group. Um which is not right, you know, um, and I realized that, that the students had questions about it and, you know, it needed to be addressed by me because if I don't address it, they'll go on, you know, YouTube and find something that's not right, you know, or, or, or something else. So, um, and it was just kind of a blind spot that I had. So, and that's, that's why I'm asking these questions because I'm, you know, I'm wondering now what other blind spots do I have, uh, what topics am I beating to death? Am, am I just going overboard on? And what topics am I just completely ignoring? Um, so, anyway, that's just to give you a little bit of insight into why I want to talk about this today. And I would love to hear your thoughts. I keep saying that at the end of all my segments, so you know I mean it. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, I got a couple of call-ins from Mr. Chase Carrington. So I'm going to go ahead and play those, and uh, I'll have a response after that. So thanks for calling in, Chase. Well, it's a very interesting question, and uh, I want to address especially the blind spots of the youth group type thing. And the thing is, I have the problem I have with a lot of youth groups is just the kind of flashiness of it, the kind of need for it to all be kind of fun and games. I mean, of course, most youth groups have a lot of Bible stuff and a lot of discussion, but the youth group I go to right now, it's actually Awana, so much focus, I'd say 70%, maybe 60% of the time I spend there is focused on Bible and just discussion, just discussing stuff and asking questions of the teacher and each other and just learning about the Bible, just talking about life and God. And... Some other youth groups I've visited have been a little less about that and a little more uh, fun of games. I I just kind of like the idea of youth group being more focused. Goodbye. Thank you for the question. Uh, yeah, sorry my other one was cut a tiny bit short. But to elaborate, the I don't have a problem with youth, youth groups. It's just, maybe just it's me, but I think that a youth group needs to be very focused on the Bible, especially, I, I just think that it's not necessary for my generation for there to be such an emphasis on kind of the flashy and fun parts of youth group. I I don't want to be a, um, I don't know, killjoy or anything. I just think that that I would get more out of youth group if there was immense focus on the Bible and just discussion about God and answering questions is talking about life. And, um, I, maybe the majority of youth groups do that. I have not visited that many youth groups to know. So thank you so much for the question. God bless. I'm so I just want to respond to a couple call-ins from earlier from Chase. Um, I believe what I'm hearing when I listen to those call-ins is that you're saying, Basically, sometimes with youth group, the expectations are too low. Like, you know, youth pastors, youth leaders, 
expect too little of the youth. I mean, they, they think the youth group just wants to be entertained and just wants to play games and just wants to have fun and do events. And so they neglect the other stuff, the, the Bible study, the, um, you know, the, the worship, the teaching, those kind of things. Um, because they think really that what the teenagers really want is to be entertained. Um, and I could definitely see that. Uh, now, when I look around at other youth ministries that I know of, it's hard for me to say definitively. Actually, I don't want to say definitively because uh, I, there could be more going on than I can see. You know, I'm just looking at it from the outside, and sometimes you can get the wrong impression or you have the wrong perception from the outside. Um, so, but it does seem like from the outside, it's almost like a competition, you know, to have the best entertainment and the best, you know, the coolest little stuff. Um, instead of, you know, focusing on, on the stuff that's more important, like the, the teaching the Bible and discipleship and things like that. Then if I could, uh, kind of play devil's advocate for a second and talk about the other side of that though. Um, you know, there are kids in my youth group, there are students in my youth group who, you know, their parents come to church. They're going to be there regardless. I could, uh, I could sit in the front or stand in the front and read scripture for just an hour straight and they would just be there and sitting there, you know what I'm saying? Because they come with their parents. They don't have any choice. Um, but the large majority of my youth group, I don't know if this is true for other youth groups, but the large majority of my students, uh, their parents don't come. They either come, they came with a friend, or maybe they're just uh, somebody that, you know, I pick up because they have friends. But what I'm saying is like, they don't have to come. They don't have to be there on a Wednesday night. Um, and if it gets, I don't know, I, I just wonder, like, if you if you got super hardcore like if you just cut out all the nonsense and you said uh, okay so we're just gonna do just some really deep Bible study for an hour every Wednesday night no no frills no lights no games nothing no pizza um, we're just gonna cut it all out and we're just gonna get into the word uh, I do wonder if those kids would continue to come or you know if they would find one of the other 200 churches in this area that uh, that has a little bit more fun on Wednesday night. Uh, I don't, you know, I'm just thinking. I don't know the answers to these things. I don't know which way is right and wrong. I can tell you, I've tried a bunch of different stuff. I've tried it both ways. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, it's just a conversation that I'm having, I guess. But uh, Chase, I want to thank you for your input. And if you have anything else, I'd love to hear from you uh, again. And uh, anyone else who would like to comment on this, feel free to give me a call in, comment, or whatever. Oh, boy, this is a tough one. Well, you see, I, I think, to me, the people who are older, I, I respect them because they're esteemed elders. So I don't know. But this is a tough one. For me, I guess, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I, 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 I think you guys have valuable insight. You know, anybody with any age has valuable insight. I don't really know. That's just kind of. I guess this was kind of the exception question for me because I, I guess with Anchor, there's so many different varieties on here. It's fine. But if I'm going to speak from like a regular 15 year old's perspective, or just a regular person, like a regular kid I know, 
who probably doesn't do what I do. Uh, it's just the use of technology. But for me, I, I understand where you're coming from. So, kind of an interesting question. All right, next up is a call-in from KT, Kevin Touch. And he makes some interesting points. I'll talk about that after I play the call-in. Oh, boy, this is a tough one. Well, you see, I, I think, to me, the people who are older, I, I respect them because they're esteemed elders. So I don't know. So this is a tough one. For me, I guess, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I, 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 I think you guys have valuable insight. You know, anybody with any age has valuable insight. I don't really know. That's just kind of, I guess this was kind of the exception question for me because I, I guess with Anchor, there's so many different varieties on here. It's fine, but if I'm going to speak from like a regular 15-year-old's perspective or just a regular person, like a regular kid I know who probably doesn't do what I do, uh, it's just the use of the technology. But for me, I, I understand where you're coming from. So kind of an interesting question. So this is an interesting point that KT made. Maybe those of us who are older, like me, uh, maybe we think about this stuff too much. Maybe we're over thinking the whole, you know, this generation is this way and the next generation is this way, uh, when actually people are just people, you know. Um, of course there's going to be always probably some sort of disconnect between, like, teenagers and adults. But is it is it the same that's existed for hundreds of thousands of years um, and we're just making too much out of it? I think that's a very real possibility. Because in the end, people are just people. They just want to be treated like uh, like a person, like a human. So I think that's a great point. Thanks for the call in, KT. And so that's going to be a wrap for this episode. I do want to thank everyone who commented, called in, or otherwise gave input on the, uh, on the topic. And um, while I am going to wrap up this episode, I might just title it Part 1. Because today was a day. Um, it was actually a really good day. It was a day that um, I feel like, I guess if I could just describe it in one word, it would be clarity. I think a lot of things that I've been kind of confused about or have been kind of clouded um, kind of was cleared up today. I had some really good... Uh, messages at church and it just really uh, hit home and I feel like uh, a lot of stuff makes more sense now and it was it was um, anyway I'm not going to get into it tonight but uh, maybe tomorrow get into that and maybe uh, maybe a part two I don't know we'll see anyway thanks for listening to this episode if you're listening on a podcast and you'd like to get in touch with the show for some reason you can email 318radio at gmail.com want to uh, invite you to check out our Instagram page also 318radio on Instagram um, sometimes you'll see some pictures and stuff there that go along with the stories from the show so uh, anyway I hope everyone had a great day weekend's over tomorrow's a new week a new opportunity and uh some new content. So, see you in the morning.